All right, y'all, we did it. We made it, y'all. It is officially April. April. Uh, it is the second quarter. Sixth. April 6th. April 6th, the second quarter <sighs> of this year, 2023, which is wild. And it's springtime. Although uh, Los Angeles, California is a little confused about whether it's still winter or it is spring. Uh, but nonetheless, it's springtime. This time is all about renewal and newness and fresh energy. Okay. I'm feeling it. And if you're ready to shake off, shall I say, uh, winter time and reduce stress, anxiety, depression. Okay. You want to find a new self-care routine and you want to revamp your physical fitness regimen. Then stick around, yo, because this episode is for you. Hi, I'm Pam Williams, a mother. And I'm Jessica E. Williams, a daughter. And this is a mother and a daughter truthful chat, where we discuss our 35-year multi-layered relationship. We've been through so many ups and downs. Not only are we family, but we're business partners in the high-stress world of event planning and production for short films. We've also shared the same therapist for over 10 years. What some people call codependence, we call collaboration. So join us as we share stories from our lives, have candid conversations with other mother-daughter duos, and shed light on the roller coaster ride of being a woman while raising a woman. Welcome to Triple <laughs> Chats. <laughs> we had a little light yeah, issue there. A while <laughs> Designed to engage us in the ongoing practice of getting to generational wellness. More on that in the um, below the video. So each month we have a create generational wellness theme and our weekly truthful chats unpack that just a little bit and mm -hmm. kind of dig into it and talk about some things. So the theme for April is plant. And today's episode is Watch Us Grow. Watch us grow. Watch us grow, right? Whip and nay nay. No, no <laughs> we are discussing our latest idea, our latest project, our latest venture for mental, physical, and emotional well-being during Earth Month. That might give you a little hint. That's right, y'all. So yes, 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 indeed. Happy Earth Month, um, everybody. This month also includes the celebration of 420. I want to acknowledge oh, yeah. all our all of our people out here. Can we also, I know it's not legal in all places, but can we just release all the prisoners that have drug-related weed offenses? It just seems silly now. Since um, we have a whole day to celebrate. I mean, all the other people who are of non-melanated hues are uh, making money off this. So it should be fine now. Anyway, uh, also, aside from 420, for those who indulge, uh, happy early 422, uh, also Earth Day is this month, which is April 22nd, okay? So Earth Day, this, I actually just figured this out and discovered this, because I was curious. Netflix told me it was Earth something, and I was like, oh, word, and um, I looked up Earth Day. So it actually started in the 1970s. That was, that's Pam's heyday era when she was in the club and doing all kinds of things. Doing, doing things. You know, it was the LSD era, the hippie. I was not doing LSD. Okay, Don't right. make her let you Free love. That. Anyway, they, the hippie <laughs> children was trying to tell us something about how we live in our lives, okay? They were trying to show us some pathways. Not everything was great, but well, some things were great. Anyway, so starting in the 1970s, it was all about earth consciousness and awareness, particularly around climate change, mm -hmm. which I know for the Gen Zers, keep hope alive. This is a struggle and something y'all worry about all the time, but um, don't trip. Hopefully we'll all do our part and it won't 
in terribly. Anyway, um, so that was what it's all about. Climate change is a um, global celebrated holiday. So shout out to all those in the 1970s that made it pop in. And each um, Earth Month actually has a theme every year, which I didn't know. And this year's theme is invest in our planet. Keyword our, as long as we're here in the same time zone, in the same place as our uh, planet together. And that actually coincides pretty closely with what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. So in the intro, I was talking about, you know, shaking off winter things, anxiety, stress, depression, spring times, renewal, and incredible energy that we got out here. Um, all y'all horoscope people, y'all need to tell me about the planets circling or something. Bishop, you got me. Just <laughs> send me some information. Anyway, it's, it's an awakening. We're in, we in the spring times. And um, yeah, we talked about, you know, updating your physical regimen and doing all that kind of stuff. And so a great way to do all of that is to garden, gardening hmm. during the Earth Month. And uh, it's a great hobby to get into. It's an excellent way to beautify your surroundings. And um, that's what we talk about today, a little gardening. Absolutely. So right up front, 100% transparency, we are the worst. Horrible. Horrible. Terrible. We will kill any plant. We've that killed you, many plants. We, uh, it's bad. We have brown thumbs. We have real brown thumbs. And we have planting it's brown thumbs. a little thumbs. racist, but you understand. <laughs> but we started thinking about gardening and where we are in our business. And we started seeing a lot of parallels and things that kind of, you know, align with each other. So we've been planting seeds during this first quarter with our chats every week. And we've been letting you guys know what we're about. It's a metaphor. And we've been growing little by little. And we've been consistently paying attention to what is going well, pulling out some weeds, deciding where we might need some more water. And there are just a lot of parallels that we started thinking about this month because um, our theme is plant. So as we're planting seeds for our business, we said, hmm, Maybe it might be a good idea if we plant some real seeds. Plant things for real. For real. So um, we started doing some research and much to my surprise, you know, I knew a lot of people that like to garden, but I didn't know it provided all these things. A benefits. sense of benefits. Yes, benefits. Um, a sense of accomplishment and purpose, um, which can increase your self-esteem and confidence. Um, right. You finished something, you grew something, you didn't kill it. Hey, hallelujah. All right. It also can be used as a form of meditation because it allows you to focus, center your mind, mm -hmm. actually working with your hands and getting it dirty. Yeah, getting it, it clears your mind, connecting with the ground, right? So um, there's also a feeling of being connected to nature. And this has a calming effect on your mind and body. You know how you're outside, you go for a hike. I love hiking. Yeah, it's a thing between us. We try. I pass out on the hike once, but that's me. Listen, we try. We try to be in it. <laughs> I like being in nature, but, you know, I'm a beach person. So anyway, but being in nature can calm your body, calm your mind, and that actually increases your creativity. So I know a lot of us out here are creatives and anything we can do to protect that mind energy and be creative really helps. Um, it's also a great way to improve your physical health. Another thing that I am not fond of is exercise. But, <clears throat> but as we're creating generational <clears throat> we're creating generational wellness. So I'm trying to find ways to do it that works for me. So hopefully this gardening will 
get me a little active and doing some physical things and that will be good for me. Um, it's uh, also a way to improve your cardiovascular strength, your flexibility, health, and get some vitamin D. Get some vitamin D from the sun, which is really no, important for your bone health. So those are some things we all have already learned about gardening and the benefits and of it. And it's only been like 12 hours. So anyway, I already had sort of earth things on the brain because I've been watching extrapolations on uh, Apple TV Plus. If you have not watched it, it's a new Scott Z. Burns series. Shout out to Noel Arthur. I see you, brother, making it into the show, into the trailer and things. Um, and so it's a star-studded bananas cast. I don't know what their budget was to pay all these incredible people. Um a-lists, A-listers, and Absolutely. uh, and 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 the production budget is a lot because a lot of CGI and things. So that show is really like taking us into climate change in the future. And so each episode, the pilot is like one thing where all these characters all kind of come together, and then they sort of do like chapter episodes um, about each particular character. So highly recommend check it out. I thought I had finished it, and then I started watching the trailer. And I was like, oh, there's more episodes. I just caught up. So anyway, because I was like, I didn't like how it ended, but it wasn't over. So anyway, check it out if you can. Um, so I was watching that. And then it just got me thinking. It's not 100% bleak, uh, but it, it makes you think. I understand why the Gen Zers are concerned and yeah. not want to have kids and things. Because it, it 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 doesn't put us 100% into a bleak uh, future, but it's kind of like, 2037, you know what I mean? Where we are kind of like in that in-between place where things aren't horrible yet, but things have definitely shifted. So yeah. it just, it's like prophecy. It's interesting show. It gives you something to think about. And then yesterday, I've just been in a documentary space because sometimes I'd be tired of trying to escape real life. That has its place, but sometimes I just want to be a better person in the world. So I've been watching documentaries and I watched this documentary uh, called Gather on Netflix. We watched. Oh yes, we, we watched. are watching. We watched it too. Yeah. Watching documentaries, sometimes should be watching something. Anyway, it is uh, the story of, it's a feature film, and it is about Indians. And when I say Indians, I mean indigenous natives to this land, Native Americans. And um, it's just their resilience in terms of the renaissance that they're having. Renaissance, you know how I'm going to shout out there, but I won't, um, of Native food systems. And so... It was really interesting because I've always sort of felt a connection to the Native community and culture. I've talked about in previous episodes how difficult it was making the move from L.A. to New York. I mean, from New York to L.A. And um, a lot of probably one of the first friends I made here, even though they were an adult, was this woman at my school named Miss Sonia who was a native. And so she would teach us about the culture. She would give us different foods and bring mm -hmm. things in. She would do a lot of like Native American dances from her tribe, which I don't remember what tribe. So I don't know if she's still alive or not, but she was really like inf influential in uh, helping me feel welcome, but also connecting me to the native tribes and traditions. Also, my great grandmother on my dad's side is full blood Cherokee Indian, was full blood Cherokee Indian. So I, I just felt connected to the natives uh, the culture, et cetera. Not in the culture vulture way either. I, I respect. Anyway, so um, and the animal and the animal. I'm always been connected to the animals, man. And um, the documentary was interesting because they talked about food sovereignty, particularly on reservations, where you know 
America's gonna come off these reparations for something. You feel me? Like you just it's crazy because they talk about colonization in terms of the food supply. So with the natives specifically, they were saying that once. How many bison did <laughs> the they the colonizers? Uh, figured out that the natives were very dependent on bison. They killed like 60 million bison. That's buffalo. Um, I think, is this, are they synonyms? I don't know. 60 million buffaloes uh, to cut off their food supply because everything was dependent on Dependent that. on that, their whole ecosystem. And now, you know, of course, they live in reservations. Unfortunately, suicide, depression, alcoholism is really big on the reservations because they talk about living through the trauma of having been colonized and how that affects their psyche, mental, and emotional health, all of those things, but also through their food. So there, a lot a of reservations. I could not believe those kids talking about the only food oh, yeah. that they could get it was, was gas like station food. 7 Eleven gas station food. Like it was like, crazy. It was and it's a lot of uh, similarities, of course, because we're, many of us are oppressed, people of color in this country. And um, though we, so if it's not literal, right? Though we have food desert, it's economic things economic that cause things. us us to live that way sometimes. And a lot of people of color struggle, of course, but the but the native populations that live in reservations is like, you know, their their own world unto itself because everybody took everything from them, right? So um, is their journey into food sovereignty? And food sovereignty is let me. Be very clear. I want to get this right. Food sovereignty is the right of peoples to healthy and culturally appropriate food produced through uh, ecologically sound, ecologically sound and sustainable methods, and their right to define their own food and agriculture systems. It puts the aspirations and needs of those who produce, distribute, and consume food at the heart of food systems and policies, rather than demands of markets and corporations. And that is a quote. Um, from Nyalini, I think, I hope I didn't butcher that. Um, and that was the first global form of food sovereignty in Mali in 2007. So I'm gonna leave some information about that um, below this video if you wanna read that, check it out. So it was a whole movement of communities, <clears throat> particularly communities of color. I'm sure not only community colors of color are doing it, but culturally communities are taking on the ownership and responsibility to grow their own food in sustainable ways that's not based on uh, market corporation, yeah. capitalism, things of that nature. So they're not just feeding us whatever. And a lot of people are growing their own food. We hear about a lot, especially in urban communities, uh, community gardens and things of that nature, where people are making sure that the foods don't have harmful pesticides, chemicals, because they grow it and eat it themselves. They sell it. Sometimes it's economically sustainable um, or an economic uh, arm in the community because people come and buy local produce. So it's really a way to like empower yourself and feed yourself and your family well through your abilities to grow and eat and cultivate and cook your own food. And you know where it comes from, which I feel like is a good feeling. And anybody can do this despite their age, their ability. And after watching the documentary, it started us thinking about sort of our little lifelong journey and our uh, health things that we've been working on yeah, and things that we have in our family in terms of, um, you know, historical. diseases, yeah. historical things, yeah. uh, things that run in the family. So we're thinking of starting, well, we are going to start a herb garden, um, which has been on our brains. And we're always looking for ways to be more healthy, to create generational wellness, not just in finances and emotional well-being and all that, but also physically. And a lot of that happens with the food that we eat. And um, we're a little nervous because... We have brown thumbs. We have those brown thumbs. In a lot of ways, man. So <laughs> we're working on it. But yeah. 
And listen, I could definitely use a creative outlet outside of business and, you know, reduce some of this post pandemic anxiety. Don't pretend like I'm the only one. I know y'all have some too. Y'all don't want to talk about outside it. is really wild. Y'all want to pretend like it's you outside and it's okay, but we all have a little PTSD. So I've been looking for something. I used to sew when I was younger, which I really enjoyed that. I don't do I that anymore. That. I know. Oh, maybe. but your hands. No, but maybe we'll see. So, but anyway, I'm looking forward to having a creative outlet to do that. And when I cook, which it could be said that I'm an inter. I cook intermittently, not intermittent fasting, but intermittent cooking. That would be me. (laughs) But when I do cook, I do like really fresh herbs and stuff. So I think it would be fun to have an herb garden. I've always thought that. And for me, uh, if you haven't watched our second episode, um, I talked about the loss of my son. Uh, my child shadow that I've had since I was 10 years old. He's a bird before everyone starts flooding the comments with crazy condolences. But I, it still matters to me. That's still my child I had since <laughs> I was 10. He's just not a human child. And I want you to know that. Anyway, so I miss him. years though. Yeah, time. I miss him every day. And it's just not the same. It's too quiet in the house. And I miss having something to like love unconditionally and care for. So I'm not 100% ready to take on um, getting another pet right now. Um, cause that was a whole lot of anxiety and stress in and of itself. And my schedule is still kind of all over the place. So anyway, I'm looking forward to finding something else to take care of and something else to cultivate and live on. I don't know about it loving me back in the way that a pet would, but we'll see. I don't know. Plant people are deep, man. They be having a real connection to the earth and the plants. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll so anyway, we started doing research cause believe it or not, there's a lot of research to do. Google is your friend. Um, if you're going to have a garden and you don't know that much about gardening, my husband has a little bit of a green thumb, so I'm hoping he'll be able I think to help it's us. Because he's from Georgia, the yeah. country, country people be not, yeah. no disrespect to better. Y'all, I'll be knowing. So anyway, we started doing research on planters, planters, because um, you know, episode number one, I can't be on my knees trying to be in the garden and all that stuff. So um, and then. As we started looking, there's certain dirt that's good for growing herbs and some that's good for growing flowers. The soil game is for real. And then, you know, miracle Grow versus this versus that. And then certain herbs shouldn't, can't grow together. together because they eat off of the other plant. Who knew? So, um, a war in the plant. <clears throat> so, we're researching all that and going to decide what we really want to plant. I know for sure we're going to plant some basil and we're going to plant some lavender lavender. and in between there, we'll figure the rest of it out. So anyway, we know that maintaining the garden is going to take regular care and we're going to have to tend to it and water and fertilize it and keep it free from the bugs and reminders (laughs) and diseases. Um, But we're also looking forward to taking time to appreciate it. And really be excited and engaged in the process of watching the herbs come up and cooking with the herbs and to slowing down a little bit and enjoying our little spring project here and learning some life lessons as we go along. Um, If you decide that maybe, you know what, maybe I should plant a garden this spring as well. There are numerous resources available for learning. We we almost went down a rabbit hole today and we were like, okay, we we can look at this later. But um, Google is your friend, though. It is. You can find books, online resources, organizations, gardening clubs, 
Uh, and it really is important to do your research and find resources that make sense for you in terms of your lifestyle and your budget. Because I was looking for planters and they ranged from, I saw a planter today for $3,000. Just, you know, one of those box planters you put in the backyard there. I was like, what does it do for $3,000? But anyway. It should water the plants itself. That's what it should do. <laughs> and plant them and everything else. <laughs> but anyway, you could go from like $50. I saw a couple of really nice planters for like $50, $60. Um, and then anywhere in between, there are a range of planters um, if you want to, you know, stand up. And then pots and Be different things. Up. They'll tell you all the things that you need to do to, you know, make your garden grow, as they say. How does your garden grow? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm hoping that... Uh, our ancestor, my aunt Margie, will come and whisper in our ears as we're doing this. You know how the ancestors come and whisper in your ear when you're dropping seasonings? I hope she'll do that. She used to plant. She the green thumb. Yep. Every time she would come to visit, she would plant a new plant in the in the yard. And um, they still come up. And we go like, oh. That's true. Yeah. We'd be like, oh, Margie planted that. Yeah. Because uh, she started doing it a little while. She would come out and visit us and she would plant things once we got this house, like before she passed. So every now and then things will start popping up and I'll be like, oh, Margie planted that. So um, we do have green thumb in the adjacent <laughs> in the bloodline. It's just it's not us specifically. Yeah. So uh, yet. So, yeah. Um, with that, we're also going to check out a lot of uh, local plant shops. Well, some local plant shops, you know, we have one in Burbank that we like to visit the lady there. It's really cool. It's black owned. Um, there's a lot of community gardens in L.A. So I've been like kind of Googling that for a while. But, you know, we're getting into this plant life. Shout out to Quick Jones. You should ask Miss Carolyn. She'll take us oh, everywhere. Yeah. Miss Carolyn is all about that. Yeah, life. shout out to Miss Carolyn. Um, so, yeah, we're going to figure it out, man. And it's going to be cool. And um, you are going to watch us do this, hopefully. Uh, not We'll give you some updates on the Truthful Chat. But we're also going to be on all the places we always tell you to come and find us, right? Um, I will hope you're subscribed here on the YouTube channel or on the Facebook, wherever you are watching this. We hope you are following us on IG as well. We out here, man. And so we're going to be showing you the good, the bad, and the real, real ugly. And the real, real funny. Yeah, with this plant life. So we'll probably just go live. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know, I don't know what we're going to say. Yeah, um, I do cuss, so you know, just depending yeah. on what's going on, we'll put up a warning. What's we'll, we'll, if it's well, no, we depending won't know if it's live. We go. Well, I'll just I'll try to watch my language, but I'm just yes, yes. <laughs> it's gonna be funny though. So anyway, if you're not following us, and you're not liking us. You know, we're gonna miss a lot of funny. You're gonna miss a lot of things. I don't know that we're gonna be having separate little YouTube videos for that, but yeah, just catch us on on the things. Um, but with that, so you have to subscribe so you'll know when we're going. Oh live. yeah, you gotta do all those things. Yeah. You gotta do all those things. So it's gonna be a good time. Um, follow us, pray for us. If you are about that plant life and like you're a professional gardener and you really does this, you do this. You're not new to this. You're true to this. Please leave some tips in the comments. <laughs> we try to be really transparent. It's not our thing, y'all. Like we really are out here trying to do better with our lives, but we don't want to be. Uh, play homicide, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you have tips, please, please use them. Oh, gosh, help us! Hyperbole is, is real, like, anyway. But, um, and we also need tips on we have a lot of animals that live in our backyard, they find sanctuary here. It's like Garden Eden at any time of the day. There's cats, raccoons, possums, squirrels, squirrels. all kind of birds. 
So did you say raccoon? I did. Raccoon. So if you have any like natural pesticide things, like I said, I'm down for the ecosystem of the earth. I'll feed them some things, but I don't want them in the planter because that makes everything. Uh, me feel like I'm wasting my time. Let me say that. I don't mind giving to the earth, but still. Anyway, um, so happy Earth Day, y'all. Happy, uh, I'm sorry, Earth Month. Upcoming 420, upcoming Earth Day. Happy 422 month. So let's just all practice being a responsible global citizen, okay? This is our planet. Invest in our planet this month. And um, you never know what can happen. We live through some things, okay? I don't want to bring up old stuff, but grocery stores shutting down and plagues and food supply chain issues supply chain issues and a lot of stuff we eat and just is not good for us at the end of the day so um you know it's never too late to prepare for the expected and the unexpected okay so um with be that prepared as be prepared as Scar would say the anointing is in the disney movie. anyway with that uh, we will see you next week. Y'all have a great evening. Start your own. Yeah, start your own. Let's all start. Let's start a challenge. Let's do a plant, plant life challenge. Anyway, y'all have a great evening. We'll see you next Thursday. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to show you a base progress. Something. Something. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.